Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burkwell. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Will Smith's autobiography and how I compared it to money. <laughs> it's actually a really, really good comparison. So, uh, you know, we're going to get into that. So I'm going to leave the, the little cliffhanger out there. I, I think this is going to be a fun conversation. Um, I've read Will Smith's autobiography. I think you, everyone should read it. It's actually rather good. And what's really, really awesome about it is, I don't know how many autobi- autobiographies you've read, Alex. As I'm reading it, all I can literally hear is Will Smith reading it to me. Like the way he wrote it is exactly how he speaks, which That's I found cool. really, really cool. Um, rather than, I think other autobiographies, you can tell that someone wrote it for them. You're right. Or they sucked at putting in their tone and their <laughs> the, Their voice didn't, didn't come through. In exactly. The- yeah, that's exactly. that's what makes a good autobiography is the ability to have like picture the person who's writing it reading yep. it to you. Yep. So before we get into this, Alex, what are we drinking right now? So today we are drinking nothing but hazy. It is a hazy IPA from one of our favorite breweries, Black Raven, uh, over here in Redmond. It clocks in at 5.5. Uh, alcohol and uh, 49 IBUs. Yeah, I mean Black Raven. I'm I'm not sure there's a beer that I've had um, that I haven't liked of theirs, or at least in, enjoyed for the most part. If they make a sour, that's probably the one beer I won't like. But that's because I don't <laughs> like sours. Um, you know, hazy IPAs are are one of my favorite. Black Raven makes a solid one here for sure. Yes, this is this is a great beer. Um, I, I would give this an eight. Yeah, I was going to go ditto. Eight out of 10 for this one. Um, we did a hazy IPA, I think, in the last episode, which was a solid IPA. It's just a little bit drier uh, than than Black Ravens. And so this one is gets a step up in my book. And I'm yeah. probably biased to Black Raven as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit biased towards Black Raven as well. I, two beers is great, great brewery. Uh, this one's just a little bit better balanced for me. Yep, absolutely. So. Well, let's get into Will Smith and money, right? So uh, we could have gone several different routes with this, actually, because Will Smith, you know, once filed for bankruptcy, like he's gone through some stuff. And that's not what today's episode is. What And in his in autobiography, he makes three points. And his three points was becoming famous is or was amazing for him. Being famous is a mixed bag, meaning it's not like once you're famous, it's not all it's cracked up to be at that point. But then he said, losing any amount of that fame can be miserable. And like, you can almost just replace fame with money. Yeah. Like, and it, it just fits like becoming wealthy, having more money. Amazing. Once you are wealthy, it's a mixed bag you know, to, to quote a, a famous lyric from back in the day, mo money, mo problems. Um, and then I'm losing literally it. picturing you rapping to Notorious B.I.G. right now. <laughs> You're welcome, Ryan. Uh, and then losing any amount of money is just, it's not fun. Yeah, it, I mean, you said it. I, I think a lot of people, the, the process of becoming wealthier is better or feels better than actually having the wealth. And which is a weird, like 
we all think about like, oh, when I'm wealthy, it'll be great. But it's the process of becoming wealthy that we actually enjoy. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, I don't know how many retirees you've spoken to. It's just most retirees I speak to, while a lot of them love it, they all say, it's not everything I thought it would be. Like they all thought it was like this, like magical moment where they step into the promised land type of type of moment. And then they all say, but it wasn't because I forgot how much I enjoyed the camaraderie at work, or I forgot how much I enjoyed doing my job, or I forgot like it's the process of getting to that point. And then also just, I think there is no like end game. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's, it then trickles into that third concept of like, they're now afraid of losing their wealth. They're, there's so many retirees that I've spoken to where they're not living life to their potential, not, not because they can't afford to, but because they're afraid to be able to afford to. Yeah, it's, you know, you, you and I heard this uh, early on um, when, when we partnered up and it, it really did hit me hard and, and, and I forget it often. And it's, you know, I, and I think a lot of people think like this. I used to say, like, when I start to make $250,000 a year, it's going to be so much easier because of blah, 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 blah. And then it's like, well, when I start to make $400,000 a year, it's going to be so much easier to blah, 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 blah. And you almost expect, like, there's this, like, magical party. Like, you're going to go to the bank. You're going to go deposit this huge check and the banker is going to like hit the button saying like, you're the millionth customer of the day or something like rainbows are going to start shooting at your butthole. Like it's going to be like this magical moment. I have this really just obnoxious cartoon of you and a bank in my head now. That's fine. And my little pony, I'm good. And it doesn't actually exist or happen. Like you actually might get more annoyed because now your bank's like, oh, you're making good money. Let me let me start reaching out to you more and more and hound you for keeping more of that money <laughs> with the bank. With the bank. Right? <laughs> and the same thing I think is true with this magical myth of retirement. And what I mean by magical myth, it I've heard it, I've said it, where like retirement is the quote unquote end game. I can't wait till I retire so that I can start living my life question mark. Start doing X, whatever X is. Right. And the more and more I get to help people get to retirement, the more I realize it's not about that. Like, I think it's about these three things. I think it's about valuing what you have and having values, like understanding what you value. Right. Having fun while creating what it is you want. And man, I'm the worst culprit of that because, I mean, I feel sorry for Alex because I think he does a better job of this than I do. I'm like Mr. Like negativity probably in his mind because I'm like, well, we didn't do X, Y, and Z, right? 
Nah, man, you, you keep me centered and keep me grounded. Otherwise I'd float away with the optimism. <laughs> awesome. So I'm the negative Nancy. Um, so, <laughs> and then there's, and then number three, there just a reminder, there is no end game. I don't think any, if you really think about it, I don't want there to be an end game. Like how miserable is that? If you really put that into perspective. Right. So enjoy, enjoy life. One, like one of the things that, I mean, it, it's the, it's the analogy of like the dog that caught the car. Like, that's not a good thing. Like you want to chase the car. You don't want to catch the car. Um, <laughs> the dog that caught the car. That just hit me. Like what you're, where you're going with that? Like, where the heck is he going with the dog that caught the car? But, but I like it. I like where you went with that. I mean, like, it, it's the ultimate thing that the dog is trying to do, right? Yep. And whenever that happens, like, chasing the car, A, no longer fun. B, there's likely some health consequences for catching the car. Like, there's just so much negative that comes from it. Um, and, like, another example would be if, you, if you're not talking about, like, a car in the neighborhood, like at the dog track, the like the little rabbit that causes the dogs to chase after it. Mm-hmm. Any any dog on a racetrack that catches the rabbit once, like that dog is no longer going to be a racing dog ever. Um, but uh, it's the same type of concept. Like we're, uh, we can't, we always have to have something out there for us to reach for, strive to. And, and the best way of putting it is that there is no end game. Like there is no, that's like, okay, I've accomplished everything. Cause as soon as you've accomplished everything, there's nothing else to strive for. And now we're only stuck with the mixed bag of being famous and any amount of fame that we lose makes us miserable. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, right? Because like what, what's hit me over the head specifically the last couple of years for me is the amount of money that we are making and in turn I make because we're doing well is, is phenomenal. And, you know, my, my family and I are going on nicer vacations, right? Where we own quote unquote nicer cars, even though I'm not a car guy, if you will, but we're saving a crap ton of money too. And it's not about the fancy vacations or even the fancy car. If you want to call it a fancy car, it's more like I've enjoyed building what we're building. I have to be reminded of it because I still stress out over it. Like the stress is still going to be there. And I think that's what most people like forget is like, there is no, like, like Jeff Bezos today still stresses people. (laughs) Right. He might have more stress. Actually. He might actually not be happy because of the amount of money he has. He might Certainly even say he'd rather be back in the basement where that picture is all around the internet where he was still building Amazon. Yeah. I mean, he's certainly not struggling to pay rent. Right. But at the same time, like the stresses that he has are real or any billionaire has, they're real. But as long as you understand what it is you value and you really enjoy, you know, for me, it's, you know, enjoying the family time, like the vacations for, for me, it's, it's important for that experience and enjoying the, the time that I've got with my kids. I mean, my daughter's 14. I've got like four years left with the kid, at least from the standpoint of her being my child, 
in my house, right? She's probably counting down the days because I know I was counting down the days. And there's, you know, Diane and I are eventually going to be in Hawaii, kind of living 50% over there and 50% here. Like stuff's going to change, but all of the stuff we're going through right now is so awesome and amazing, yet I'm stressed over the small piddly stuff in the grand scheme for, schemes of life. Right. Yeah. Just think if it, instead of having the kids, then you'll have me crashing at your house. Anyway. <laughs> so back to my value, what you have. Is <laughs> Remind yourself that if you have an Alex Collins, no, I'm kidding. Like, so <laughs> I, I, I mean, I am going to repeat these three because I, I think even myself, like we've all heard this, but sometimes you just need to hear it again. It's amazing how many times we actually have to hear something for it to sink in. And even if it sinks in, you still have to have the reminder because you forget, right? And it's value what you've got and have what it is you value. Have fun creating what it is you're building and what you want. And there's no end, end game. Like enjoy that process. Enjoy today. Yeah. Which takes us to the question of the day, which Alex and I have not prepared for. So I'm just going to throw it at him and hopefully he has an amazing question for you all. Alex, go ahead. So are you working on being famous or have you become famous and now you're afraid of losing it? Hmm. Where are you at in your journey? Now flip that around and think about it with money. Head over to beerandmoney.net. And uh, I doubt we're going to get many answers to that question, but I would love to hear uh, the, everyone's thoughts on this episode. So maybe, give us maybe some thoughts in this episode, what you like, what you didn't like, what's on your mind from this episode. Maybe it's what are you afraid of losing in terms of your wealth and your money? Love it. The whole purpose of this podcast is to help you think differently about your money, help you grow as a person, as a spouse, help you grow your money, help you make better decisions, and all, all of the above. We hope this episode was valuable for you. And as always, Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation, or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC. OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226.
Securities, products, and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA, SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License, number 15319412. CA Insurance License, number 0K24924. Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License, number 7264699. CA Insurance License, number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2022-142036, expiration August 2024.